dead plans don't mean dead purpose. Let me say it again. Dead plans don't mean dead purpose. But can I remix it? Dead plants don't mean dead garden. Ooh. Dead plants don't mean dead garden. And dead plans don't mean dead purpose. Well, welcome. Welcome, everyone. Good morning. I said that wrong. It's a, come on. This is Trophies 2. I love that idea. Dead plants, dead plans don't mean dead purpose or dead garden. I got to unpack this for you. There are some things that have died in your life, dreams, goals, plans, but that doesn't mean the plan died, but that doesn't mean your purpose did. Come on. The dead plants, the seeds, you planted the seed, you planted the seed, and when you plant something, you sow something, you're hoping that you'll reap whatever you, you're going to reap whatever you sow. But that plant died, but the garden can still thrive. And if you only focus on that one plant, you'll think that the garden was a waste. And if you only focus on that dead plan, you'll think that there is no purpose. You'll think that the purpose now, you'll think that the purpose now can no longer happen. Well, I guess, I guess my purpose, I didn't have a purpose. Well, do you have purpose? It's just that plan didn't work out. That plan didn't get you to your purpose, which means that's not the plan that was gonna get you to your purpose. Can I say this again? The dead plans don't mean dead purpose. And if the plan dies, something you planned for your life, if that plan died, that just means that was not the plan to get you to your purpose. Can I tell you a story? We're gonna call this the Mary story. Mary from Miami. There's something about Mary. I had a good friend that I met a couple years ago named Mary and from Miami, she left her home, she left her job, she left her family, she left her friends, she broke up with her fiance, and she moved to Austin. We became friends, and through the course of that, when she moved to Austin, after leaving all of this, we had plans. We were gonna do a new thing with Undefeated Speaker, we were gonna create workshops, and we were gonna create a new podcast, we were gonna work, work on two different books, we are gonna do speaking tours, and we had all these different plans. Plans, we had plans. And these plans were seeds. These plants were supposed to become plants in the garden. And after all the plans that we had, she convinced me, and I believed her, and every single plan, every single seed died because it was a lie. In Austin, she stopped speaking. She stopped working on the podcast. She stopped writing. She stopped wanting to dream. She stopped wanting to build. She stopped talking to me as much as if I was the burden for her, for her new life. She dropped out of school. She was going to become a principal just to kind of pay the bills, but she dropped out of that. She met a guy, got engaged, and in the multiverse of us, all of our dreams and plans died. And I thought this was the whole purpose of you moving to Austin was the plans. You're changing the plan. Well, now I don't want to speak. Well, that was the plan. Well, now I don't want to write. But that was the plan. 
That was the whole purpose of moving to Austin, that we'd be closer and we'd be able to work on all these different things. I thought that her randomly, randomly the chance, I tell you the chances of me meeting her are astronomical in this multiverse and I met her for a purpose or thus I thought. I thought that was the whole purpose, was purpose. The chances of me meeting you all the way in Miami on a chance, just, just a whim, and here you are, moved to Austin to get closer for us to be able to work on these plans. And now you've changed the plans and the plans have died. You've stopped watering those seeds. You've stopped fertilizing the ground and they, these seeds, these plans, these plants are dead. She got engaged. You could say maybe you were a little bit jealous of that. Maybe I just thought that you just you just broke up with somebody, and now you're now you're in a new relationship again. And I thought, what do you want with your life? Les Brown says you don't get what you want; you get who you are. My sister had to tell me, James, those plants, those plans, they died, but you still have purpose outside of her. I guess now I'm talking to you. What are those plants that died that might have been connected to another purpose? You were to a person and maybe you're, <laughs> maybe that's it. Let me say this, this isn't even my notes, but I'm getting this. Maybe your purpose is tied to people, not to one person. And I thought because that one person effectively, <laughs> those plants died, those plants died. But now the per where was my where was my new purpose? What, what was the purpose of me even meeting her? That part I still don't know. Maybe the whole purpose of some of these people that come into your life and they leave your life, watch this, maybe their purpose is to show you that you can still keep going. It's an odd thing. You might say, well, I know that I can still keep going. Then why don't you? Now I'm talking to me. She got engaged. Didn't even tell me. All of our dreams faded from the pages of eternity. You guys have seen Loki, and in Loki, where they're talking, when he's talking to what's what's my man Kang, the the one at the end, whatever he calls himself. I should know this. I love that show. But in this multiverse, you can see this just stream going around this white stream that represents infinite timelines and multiverses and and I wanted to kind of we talked about that a couple seasons ago and I wanted to bring that back a little bit because I think it fits now whoever I was going to be whoever we were going to be with these plants that now have died that that possibility if I could say it that way faded from the pages of eternity that destiny disappeared in the quietness in her voice as she said, we were never really friends. <sighs> that crushed me, y'all. That crushed me. We were never really friends. We were never friends. That I was just a pawn. I was just a pawn in her larger scheme of her just wanting to leave, and her, leave her own life of brokenness. She used purpose to find a way out of her brokenness, but actually... She was just using it. She was just using it. All these were pawns in her scheme. Now, this isn't to throw shade on her because sometimes people use people and people, people, people. 
But I thought, that that thing will never happen. This Now, it will never happen with her. I think I had to say it differently. It will never happen with her. And those words, we were never really friends, as though left her lips, that timeline burned away forevermore in the multiverse. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. We'll, we'll never do this book tour together. Now, that doesn't mean I won't do a book tour. That doesn't mean that I won't continue to do the podcast, but it just won't happen with her. And I thought that was the whole purpose was meeting her, but actually maybe the purpose was just showing that you can still keep doing it. Dead plants, they don't mean there's a dead garden. I started thinking about mulch. Do you guys know what mulch is when you put mulch into a garden? Mulch is actually just tree bark. Broken tree bark, broken pieces from a living thing that once was and now isn't. And you use it in your garden. You take something that's dead, that's broken, come on, you take broken pieces from a living thing that used to be alive that's now dead and you put it into your garden. And now the brokenness has a new purpose. Can the broken memories become mulch in your garden? Can the broken relationships become mulch in your garden? Can the broken dreams, the broken ideas, the broken aspirations, the broken mindsets, I wonder if now that they're broken, their brokenness serves a new purpose in your garden. And I feel bad for the tree. I'm sure the tree had plans. Whoever had, come on, whoever planted the original tree from which the bark, the mulch comes from, I bet they had a plan for that tree. And now it serves a new purpose. Even the tree probably thought, oh, I'm going to grow up in this. And then you didn't. It's gone. But my sister said, keep growing in your garden. Grow new things. This didn't work out, grow something new. That didn't work out, grow something better. This didn't work out, grow something taller. This didn't work out, grow something stronger. This didn't work out, grow something more beautiful. Who am I talking to? The broken pieces, the mulch is actually a covering. Can y'all hear me today? Turn this volume up. The broken pieces, the things that didn't work out, come on, the things that didn't work the way you want to, it's mulch, which means it's a covering for something new to grow. The mulch actually keeps the soil in place. (laughs) Y'all, I just, I don't know who this is gonna encourage today. But I hope that you know the brokenness can serve a new purpose. I'm sorry it didn't work out. I'm sorry. I, and I think no one no one tells you enough. I tried to explain this to a girl from church, and, and it was her friend. We went to brunch. And she kept, the friend didn't know me. The friend kept trying to justify the actions of Mary. I kept telling her everything's about Mary. She said, oh, well, you know, she has, she does, she does, she does, she does, she does, she And I said, but you're not even seeing my side of the, you're not even seeing my side of it. No, because you need to, that's all, that's all it. Shut up, Honda. She's speaking in tongues. Other people won't get it. But I'm telling you, I, me, right now, telling you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that they lied to you. I'm sorry that Mary didn't work out, the Mary in your life. I'm sorry that the Mary broke your heart. I'm sorry that the Mary 
abused you. I'm sorry that the Mary used you the whole time. Mm. What you thought was purpose <laughs> wasn't actually purpose. Maybe, maybe it just would have been some stepping stones. Maybe it would have just been some repositioning. And that sucks to think that someone just used you and called it purpose. And I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry for the Marys in your life. The Mary you were married to, the Mary that you were best friends with, the Mary of your coworkers, the Mary of the people at your job, I mean the Mary of your lives, the Mary in your family. But you've got to keep growing. And that dead plant is dead, but the garden is not. That dead plan is dead, but the purpose is not. And you do what my sister says, grow something better. Keep growing in your garden. Mm. Well, what if your dead decaying plants and plans and dreams and friendships and partnerships have new purpose in their death? They had to die for mulch to be mulch and mulch to be a covering of the soil for new things to grow. Watch this, that tree has to die. It has to, it has to. And now something better comes from it. Y'all, there were some things that died in the pandemic. Those seeds that I planted that are now new seeds have formed and new, dream, new dreams and growth and all this new amazing things that have happened since the pandemic. And I know we talk about the pandemic a lot, but I just it's the best teacher. It's the best teacher, it's the best tool to show you that whatever you planted, if you kept going, even when some things died, there's some beautiful things that came out of that that are now blooming in 2023 because of what you went through in 2020. I just need you to see it. I told my students the other day, I was working, I'll prove it to you. I was telling my students the other day, I said, it's weird how life works. I'm talking to my honor students. We just had our, well, technically not just, but last fall we had our first pack speed, pack talks with the honors kids, it was called Uncharted, it was an event, really awesome, typical, it was our, it was our fifth event, was that fifth, fifth, sixth, that was our sixth event, and, and for undefeated speaker, but I told them today, we're working on the new one for this May, and I said, you all wouldn't even be here had my dreams in Los Angeles not died. I said, I want you to take this in. I need you to receive it. I said, you would not be here in this class, in this room with me, or even as, a, even as an honor speech student, had my dreams not died in Los Angeles. And I said, respectfully, humbly, I'm not bragging. I'm not, I'm not somebody amazing. I'm just being used for a greater purpose. I said, but those dreams had to die, which took me out of Los Angeles. And there was a whole journey. You remember, there's a whole detour. We talked about detours versus destiny and destinations. There was a whole detour that got me to Palo Alto. It got me here. And even that journey took a while. And then they offered me to teach honor speech. No one was teaching honor speech. There was no honor speech class until I got here and they saw me and they said, we want you to teach honor speech. And the only reason I could do that is because something died. Some things have to die. There are some beautiful things that have to die that create something even more special. 
And I would have loved, I would have loved if Los Angeles would have worked out the way I wanted it to. But I'll never know that, that timeline died, but I can tell you now, we are showing some real fruit. We're showing fruit in this undefeated speaker thing. And I, and it's not all me, I can't, I can't, I can't take any of the credit for it, but through me, through this program, through undefeated speaker, how many speakers have we made? How many events have we had? How many lives have we touched? How many lives have we changed? Come on. My little bro Scotty just, just auditioned for, for America's Got Talent the other day. He would have never auditioned for, uh, come on, he would have never auditioned for America's Got Talent had he not taken my class. What are the seeds that you're planting that are showing fruit? Some things died but also appreciate the things that are thriving, appreciate the things that are blooming, appreciate the things that are growing in your garden. And again, as much as I'm celebrating him, I'm not celebrating me, I'm celebrating him, but he only can be celebrated because of something in me died. His growth is a result of my own personal death. What's that quote says, whoever wants to Save their life will lose it. Whatever's willing to lose their life for, for others will save it. I've remixed this a little bit. But you get the idea. There's some things that died in you, but something better is coming. Something more amazing is coming. I guess I gotta keep proving it to you. The L is a part of the plan. Remember I've said this before, you thought your L wasn't gonna be a part of the plan. Watch how that pan out. L is a part of the influence. L is a part of the legacy. L is a part of your learning. L is a part of your revelation. L is a part of your celebration. L is a part of it, but L isn't the only part of it. What? L is a part of it, but the L isn't the only part of it. You keep thinking that the loss is it. That one thing died. LA did not work out the way I wanted it to. And it's worked out for several of my other friends. That's awesome. I love them. Seeing some of my friends grow and bloom and even one of my friends, she's now starting to do motivational wordplay. I said, okay, Muriel, okay, now you, now, and she, and she said, yeah, I've been watching you. <laughs> Again, I'm not, I'm not elevating myself at all. I just, it just took me a while to see that, yes, some of these things died, James, but look what's growing. Look what's growing. This is for you. This podcast is for you to help you realize your assignment. There are going to be some Marys in your life and I don't want you to think that the Mary is your misery when it's really your ministry. Who am I talking to? <laughs> Here's your next idea. If the first, first major idea was dead plants and dead plans doesn't mean dead purpose or dead garden. Here's the second idea. Idols are never idle. Come on. Idols are never idle. I want you to say out loud, keep moving. Now say it louder, keep moving. One more time, keep moving. Yeah, keep moving. Is your trophy an award or an assignment? Think about it. Take a second, ask your neighbor. 
Is your trophy an award or an assignment? I wonder if it's a moving target. Once you get there, you're here, and now you see that you should be there or that you could achieve that. There's, there's a new level to reach. There's a new feat to accomplish, and you've got to keep moving. You guys go back and listen to SoundCloud, and I would talk, there's a speech called Your Next Steps, and I talk about Runyon Canyon, and when you're climbing Runyon Canyon, this is in Los Angeles, when you're hiking, sorry, when you're hiking Runyon Canyon, you see kind of this summit, and when you get there, you realize Oh, there's another summit that you didn't even see. And the first summit is no small feat. It takes a while to get there. And you get there and you turn around and you look at all this beautiful, you see this, the city of, I guess you see the city of Hollywood and Los Angeles, you see it all. And then you see downtown Los Angeles, all you just see something beautiful. And then what do you do? You turn around and you see another summit and you're thinking, oh my goodness, it's even higher? Yes, and you go higher. And the second one's tough, the second one's a monster. And then when you get to that second summit, you turn around and it's beautiful and then you look up and you see another summit. And this must go on four different times. And each time it just requires a lot. It, re it is just draining and you feel defeated and you're, but you can only go up. You can't go back down because people are coming up that path. You gotta keep going up, which I'm telling you, your idols, I-D-O-L-S, they're never idle, I-D-L-E. Your idols are never idle. Those people that you're chasing, they're chasing something else. They're chasing. These famous people, Usher, celebrities, Taylor Swift, Elon Musk, whoever it is, they're chasing something else. They don't get to their, quote, top and then say, all right, well, I'm good. Even I love what Shaquille O'Neal did. Shaquille O'Neal got, got all these degrees and all these businesses, and he just he kept doing new things. Because your idols are never idle. Keep moving. Keep chasing. Keep building. Keep dreaming. There's something new for you. <laughs> Everyone said keep moving. Keep moving. All right, here we go. You're not telling me, you're telling yourself. Hall of Fame. There's going to be a Hall of Fame. There's going to be a Wall of Fame in your life. I'm looking around right now as we almost come to a close here. I'm looking around in my office in Perth. There's a collection of trophies. If I turn around, collection of trophies from speaking in different Toastmasters competitions. And in these Toastmaster competitions over the last couple of years, I come to cook. Watch me. Watch me, I, I know it's a competition, but I came to cook. I know it's a competition, but I'm coming for my calling. I know it's a competition, but I'm coming for encouragement. I want to win, don't get me wrong, and I have won, thank God, I mean, I have won, but I really want to encourage. At the end of the day, I always tell myself, James, just encourage, whoever's in this room, if we do it live, or on a Zoom, if we have to do it online, and you just cook because you're competing against those other people, but we're not really competing for the same thing. Y'all are competing for a trophy. I'm competing for a testimony. <laughs> we're not competing for the same thing. And if by chance I win, that is awesome, but I wanna set that room on fire with encouragement. Listen to me. Listen to me. Because what good is a trophy if it doesn't lead to someone's transformation? What? What good is a trophy if it doesn't lead to someone's transformation? 
and every tournament I come to cook y'all. I'm thinking, I don't care who's in this room, if it's 50, if it's 150, one time it was 175, I am going to cook. That's my job to encourage everyone in that room, and I've done my job, and I tell you, I tell you now that I'm choosing assignment over awards. Get the award, that's cool, but the assignment needs to be completed. But as I also look in this office, I also see a poster for recharge season. I see a poster framed for transformation season. I see a poster framed for victory. I see a poster framed for one more day. I see a poster framed for uncharted. And I now see a poster framed for resolute. And all of these, all of these are signed by the cast members. And this is my favorite thing. This is, I mean, I love doing the actual event, but this is kind of my trophy here because after the event's over, we have the videos and things of that nature. But this is this poster that has the show logo and graphic and it's signed by all the cast members and crew. That's, that's a trophy to me. And I've collected six of them now. We had seven events, but I don't have this. <laughs> didn't, I didn't have the foresight for that first event comeback season that we did in fall. November 2018. But now I have now I have foresight for them and I I treasure these these trophies. But even now, I don't look at these trophies and think back and sit back and say, Well done, James. You're good. This is good. You did seven events. This is good. This is this you're done. You're done. Even the victory event was retribution because I didn't get to do impact season back in February to Earth, yeah, March, whenever it was of 2020 because of the pandemic. I look at these and say, keep going, keep moving. There is something else. There's something more. There's something more that you can do. And I'm reminded as I look at them, I'm thinking about the cast, the crew. I'm reminded of the work and the cost and all that the effort that it took and I'm thinking about the mishaps, I'm thinking about the people that left, the people that stayed, and I still tell myself there's still more work to do. There's still more lives to change. What are your trophies? What are your trophies? As a kid, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. As a kid, when I lived in, I didn't live, but when I would visit my parents, my grandparents in Waco, and my grandparents, had all these trophies on their wall, all these plaques, all these certificates, not even just their degrees, I mean just from the city of Waco, from Phi Beta Sigma, from Alpha Kappa Alpha, from this Toastmasters, from this Rotary Club, from this and this and this, and this, it represented all those times that they made some sort of achievement, spoke in someone's life, spoke at a convention, but they just, they did something, and I thought of all the lives that they changed for each one. For them to just get that one certificate, that one trophy, that one plaque, how many people were in that organization or at that convention or at that conference that they spoke at? How many people did they change at that one? And that wasn't just the only one. They must, they must I'm, t I'm kidding you not, they must have had 30 different things on that wall. And that was just the ones that they got. I also told myself, what about the times they didn't get an award? What about the organizations that didn't recognize their achievements, but they were still making a difference? And I, since a kid, I saw that and I wanted it. And it hasn't happened the way I thought it would. Listen to me, it has not happened the way I thought I would. But 
I have my own trophies. I have my own wall of fame of things that I've been able to do. And I'm telling you, I'm not focused on the trophy. I'm still looking towards the testimony because there's more people to help. There's more people to encourage. Seen and unseen, what are your trophies? What are your trophies? And ask yourself, is there more that you can accomplish? Is there more to do? Because your idols are not idle. Your dead plants do not mean there's a dead garden. You've got to keep 